Well, joining me as we wrap up the day's markets action is Graham Frank from PSG Wealth Sant and Grayson. Thanks so much for your time, Graham. Graham, what do you make of this funk that the markets just just can't seem to get themselves out of? So, so, so they're in you there, the funk. The funk, yes. They're, they've been yeah. in a funk for quite a few days now. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So um, November, um, the JSE All Share Index jumped close on 10%. It was the best month that we've had in two years. So obviously on the back of a very poor year to date and, uh, and, and poor global markets so far, we had a really nice bounce in November. But as you say, um, December's got off to a pretty soggy start and maybe just giving back some of the gains that we made um, in, in November. Markets, generally speaking, don't go up in a straight line. So probably just taking a pause for breath at the moment. Mm. Uh, Graham, the first thing that I saw today uh, was an update from NAMPAC and then I saw one later on in the, in the afternoon. So the most recent one was that Standard Bank has acquired more shares into NAMPAC. Now they uh, own about almost an 8% stake in NAMPAC. And then also PSG Asset Management increasing its stake by more than 6%. Was that you? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, actually, I, I, I was quite surprised. I saw that as well. Obviously, our uh, PSG Asset Management is our sister company that uh, we, we PSG Wealth, they, mm -hmm. they Asset Management. Um, and I found I found it interesting in the sense that the, the details of the rights issue have not yet been published. And yet both Standard Bank and, and PSG are buying in droves. So obviously looking to get more shares because they're going to have to participate in the rights issue. So whatever they've bought so far, they're going to get a lot more. And just to put the numbers into perspective, uh, NAMPAC's market capitalization is just over 900 million rand. And they're saying they're going to do a rights issue of about 2 billion rand. So the, the thing with that is that the rights issue will be at a very big discount to the markets in order to encourage people to take up their rights. So if you are a NAMPAC shareholder, you've got to keep some powder dry in order to follow your rights when they do announce it, otherwise you're going to be diluted. So I'm surprised that, that PSGS management and Standard Bank are buying at these levels and not waiting. But as I say, they've obviously done their maths and they are going to have to commit a lot more capital to NAMPAC when the details of the rights issue come out. Yeah, very, very interesting because you get a lot of people that are nervous of the uh, dilutive um, effect of a rights issue and some people say you know what rather wait for the rights issue for everything to kind of clear and I'm also even surprised because when I saw that PSG asset management had um, put out well NAMPAC had put out this announcement the shares were up almost two percent but now we see them slumping uh, over five percent so quite interesting moves that we have been seeing there on NAMPAC. Let's take a look yeah. at Standard Bank. They came out with their 10-month uh, operating update and also outlook for the year. So uh, reporting growth in uh, customer loans and also deposits, uh, saying that they expect to increase the dividend payout ratio to at least 50% for the year. They also report on the double-edged sword uh, of interest rates, so benefiting uh, that coming through to their margins. But also at the same time, it squeezes uh, consumers as well where they now have to increase credit uh, impairments what do you make of the APSA story yeah so as, as yeah APSA came out with a 10-month uh, trading statement as did Sunland APSA's was particularly good in the sense that they are guiding to higher uh, loan growth and by extension higher revenue growth and only smaller increases in costs so in banking terms JAWS which they refer to which is the difference between revenue growth and cost growth and where revenue growth is higher than cost growth obviously the leverage on the bottom line is quite profound 
And so we saw a positive reaction to that statement by uh, by APSA. Um, the shares were up a couple of percent for most of the day on quite big volume as well. We have recently included APSA actually in our model portfolio because we think management are going to turn the company around and there's a bit of a self-help uh, feature happening there. Um, so we, we like APSA and, and conversely, um, Sunlum and, and most of the other insurers we don't like because of the claims, COVID, hangover from that. So we're still seeing that work through the system. And, and as I say, APSA was up, the share price was up. Sunlum, the share price was down 3-odd percent when I last looked. Yeah, and talking about insurers, there's Sunlum that also came out with their update. Uh, quite a sour sentiment there, looking at that share price um, uh, decline today. It's quite a mixed picture because they have sparks of, of green, but then you also have the pressure that they have in their general insurance business, some pressure on uh, new volumes uh, in their life insurance business. What do you make of, of, of that update? Yeah, as I say, we were we were quite disappointed, yeah. and uh, we've 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 erred away from the insurers, mainly because of of the COVID-related claims that have started coming through. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the moment, we just we 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 think within the financial sector, you're better off playing it via the banks and not uh. the insurers, and that's not limited to Sunlam, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, the same would apply to Discovery and Old Mutual that have. Um, continue to disappoint, certainly in the case of Old Mutual, have also continued to disappoint much the same as Sunlam. And those headwinds don't look like they're going away anytime soon. And I mean, what are the, the big headwinds there? Because um, the effect of COVID-19 has waned, uh, but then it seems that they, they've entered another uh, regime of challenges. Is it all the consumer? I think so, yeah. And it's, uh, it's just continued claims. Um, insurers are, are just getting... Uh, I mean, not, not to mention the rains that we've had in Jones, but you've got to drive around our office park here and see that the insurers are going to be hit yeah. for a huge, huge number of claims um, in terms of what's just happened with the weather. Yeah. All right. So, well, let's get to one that you do like, your stock pick for today, Graeme. So I'm going to go for insurance. You mentioned it in your introduction. Obviously, it was RMI. They've subsequently unbundled um, momentum and discovery, so it's a much cleaner business. We like the fundamental business of insurance, but in addition, given that it's a cleaner business, you're not, it's not going to attract a net asset value discount like most of the holding companies have had. So the, the underlying business is good, and it's a much cleaner structure to get entry into insurance. So. Uh, I'm going to go for that one today. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for your analysis today, Graham. That was Graham Frank from PSG Wealth Center in Grayston.